This ain't one of them times you can slide by what you say that you're gonna do. Put your money up, run that phase, I'm just showing proof. You know the vibes, huh? Ain't got no ways up in my guys. I clown in the day, gone in the mind, yana. I've been on fire lately. Train my spirit, mind and body daily. Victory is sweet, that's the science, baby. It's only right we represent from Tampa to Tally. And keep the pressure on these eyes, they call you lacking. Till you flapping on the canvas and bombing your weaving. Unleashing the fury on your face while the audience screaming. Hope they got great seats or the pay per view. Let's get the breakdown from JDJQ. You know the vibes. What is up, boxing world? It is Boxing Vibes TV coming right back at you. Give me the best boxing analysis on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher. We all the way out here, man. Oh, and don't forget iTunes. So let's uh, go ahead and get into it and introduce the crew. We got JD. Uh-huh. 8 one trade all day. We got Q in the building. On Q, making it do what it do, baby. Hey, and we got yours truly, Jay Fox, the moderator of The Madness. So, JD, we do something. I need you to do it. Go uh-huh. ahead and give us the pod quote of the day. I pod quote of the day is in honor of our first topic that we about to speak on. And the quote goes simple as this. You want to fight me? He want to you fight, want me? fight me? <laughs> <You want> to <laughs> fight me? By none other than Manny Pac Man Pacquiao. Hey, yeah. let's go get it. All right, so. Oh, man, we got a little more housekeeping uh, issues to take care of, man. People. JD, you got to tell the people what to do, man. All right, if you're down with the vibes, hit the notification bell and subscribe. All right, now that we get that out of the way, let's get into the real. All right, so we were literally in the studio with Riddick Bo, and, and we were finishing recording, and we Big got- Big Daddy. Uh, we oh. get, yeah, Big Daddy Bo. We got, and we got some updates, man. We got, you know- good thing about us being a tripod and you know working together like this is we all get different news from different sources so we can update each other real time as things come in you know um and while we're wrapped up recording we got a text message from none other than q himself on q on q and i wish we would have got it during filming because we could address it right then but it was a picture and it wasn't no you know crazy salacious picture it was a picture of manny pacquiao and errol spence Together, mm. Mm. looking like they was about to fight, and then there was a date next to it, and the shit said August twenty first. Go ahead, oh God. <laughs> go ahead, Q. I want you to go first because we've debated this a long, a long time about what's up with the welterweights, what's happening. JD mm. said everybody's waiting on Pacquiao. I've said okay, I just think everybody's waiting on the right fight. You've lamented that you wanted to see Pacquiao versus Spence because you wanted to see him chase greatness. That's He's taking up your challenge. Go ahead, Q. Most definitely, man. I mean, I was, I was, I was, uh, what's the word? Uh, I can't, I don't know, man. I was stuck, man. It, it had me, man. It, I mean, that was a moment. I, I always remember that moment seeing that, and it came from Pac Man official IG. And matter of fact, when I seen it, it was like 10, eight minutes ago or something. So it was like, I legit saw it. You know what I'm saying? As soon like, as it happened. Yeah, it was shocking. It happened. I'm like, bruh. Then I had to go back and just, because I remember, man, like the, the official IG. You know what I'm saying? Um, is the one with the check on it. You know that stuff right, I right. didn't know. I had to learn from my from my, my, my brother Red Wolf. He, he explained that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> brother JD. You know. Uh, so I had to go do it. Just move around a little bit and just see. I went on Earl Spence. It went on his, and you know. But I saw everybody else. Was, you know, people were just posting it. You know, they started posting it. I was like, man, I ain't gonna post this yet. You know what I'm saying? Cause 
you know, I misstepped with the uh with the you know the fury the fury Joshua and then you know bomb squad bomb that so yeah. I was a little nervous but then as, as the layers peeled out it was official it was it was all the way you know and and, and I'm very excited about that fight scared nervous all the things that a that a real <laughs> boxing fan would be you know what I'm saying you know I'm a real Pacquiao head but I like Errol Spence I love it you know what I'm saying this is this is history and my man chasing greatness. I mean, he's going to get a bag, too. Greatness in a bag. Legacy. Legacy talk, man. And this is what I've been on, you know. So I'm very excited about that fight. And um, I'm going to let y'all go. With I'm going to let y'all go because uh, – uh-uh, no, 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 no. We, the ref ain't breaking this one up. I need to know wishes, thoughts, predictions, predictions. hopes, fears. So I need to know all got. that. I need, I need to know all of it. Okay, so for the money, not, not emotions. Okay. Not hard for the money. I, for money, I take. I'm a. I take Errol Spence on a. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. A UD. Okay. Or or you know what I'm saying majority decision. I ain't gonna let. I ain't gonna just say Pat gonna get stopped. But I won't be surprised honestly at this point in his career. Um, but that that's my prediction for the money. But you know. What do you want to see? This this it's a, it's a will see fight because if, if Pacquiao was to pull this out, I really wouldn't be surprised because he's that type of guy. You know, I feel like if he was to pull it out, I I say it's about a 70, 75, 25 Spence Pacquiao. You know, that's how I look at it. You know, at this point in his career, but uh, I'm excited to see what's in left in the tank, man. I'm excited to see the matchup style stylistically because I feel like I feel like Eric Spencer keep that stick out on him all night, man, and keep and fight him at a distance. You know, he he's very you know he don't fade late in fights. You know he 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 piles it on you, and, and he, he you know just like we saw Pacquiao versus uh, Keith Thurman, man. You know Pacquiao faded, you know late, but it's a couple of things happening in that fight, and I feel like if he didn't hit Keith Thurman, catch him in the body when he did, and the ninth round, yeah, yeah, tenth round, yeah. ninth round, yeah, it was ninth round, yeah, yeah. Boy, I was worried about Pac getting stopped. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. uh, Thurman came on strong and he was touching Pacquiao, out, and, and you know Father Time wasn't creeping on him, so. I, you know, that's what I worried about in this fight as far as Pacquiao, you know, because if, if Father Time creep, you know, if it creep up on him too bad and he ain't put in that early, early enough work, he's going to, because he's got to do something early. I, I, right. He's right, going to do right. something early, that's, you know. That is facts. That's right. Because uh, it'd be a long night or could be, a, uh, you know, a short night. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing, man. I'm excited. I feel like this fight is saving boxing. <laughs> I feel like these past this well, well, July, well, this and the wild, and the wild. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, feel like you know, July, yes, August. Yeah, you have to right save, about July. Saving Boston, man. Yeah, and and, and go ahead. Definitely not June. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, <laughs> especially June nineteenth. Go ahead, JD. What you got on it? Hey, when when I, when I saw that uh, that 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 picture that you sent to us, man, I gotta admit, man, I was hella amazed, man. I was hella Ooh. amazed. Who would have thought? My God. Who would have thought if we, you know, take a jump in a, a a time a time ship and we go back to was it 2015 and we're witnessing Manny Pacquiao <laughs> versus Floyd Mayweather? Who would have thought Boy. that six years later, Whew. Manny Pacman Pacquiao at five six, barely barely 147 when he walks in the ring? Sure. You're talking about a fighter who at the weigh-in, brother, probably gonna be about 145. He ain't gonna barely make it like Errol Spence Jr. is probably Different. gonna make it. And then coming to the ring at 155, 160. Who would have thought that this man is about to take on Errol the Truth Spence, man, at this juncture in his career? It's amazing. 
Um, I think for Pacquiao, it's definitely more than a bad grab. I believe that he legitimately feels like he can beat Errol. Right, right. You know what I mean? So, so at the end of the day, I'm going to be real. If I'm Errol Spence, I'm looking at it like, it's a blessing because we about to get this bag. Well, what did he see? But, but exactly, but I'm gonna take it as a little bit of disrespect. Wait, wait a minute, man. If, uh, it, because you got a legend that small, that old, who really feels like he can step into the ring and beat you. So I, I, I gotta say, ultimately, the way I see it panning out is I actually think that I see a split decision victory for Errol Spence. Right. right. I see it being very dicey to where. Um, on a card, somebody's gonna have it for Pac-Man. Somebody's gonna have it, have it as a real close fight. But I still think ultimately youth and size should rule the day for Errol Spence. And I think he ends up getting the victory overall. But I'm gonna keep it 100, man. I'm happy. I'm happy that it's happening. I'm happy that it's happening in Las Vegas, man. Hey, I love to go to Dubai. But she, that's an nah. easy flight right over to the side about Dubai. So, 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 so we're gonna be right over in Vegas, man, to, to take to take place in that fight. So, I mean, I, I'm happy with it, man. That, that's that, that's how I feel about this one. Okay, you, you almost covered all the bases, but again, the ref ain't gonna break this up. What do you there want we to see, JD? What do oh, I man. wanna see? I'm gonna tell you what I wanna see. I want to see Manny Pacquiao get a victory. That's what I really, really wanna see. I, I personally, I don't believe Manny Pacquiao will get knocked out simply because I still feel like with his greatness, unless Father Time is truly caught up, which it might have because it has been two years since his last fight. I don't think, based off of what we saw with the Mikey Garcia fight with Spence, and you look at the previous fights with Spence, and you take into account um, the car accident, things like that, he is back. Spence is back. So I'm not going to say that Spence still is recovering. But I feel like Manny Pacquiao has enough. He's quick enough that... I think that he will avoid a KO, and I really, I really would love to see Manny Pacquiao get the victory. Like I said, I still think I, I see it leaning towards Spence, but that's what I want to see. Personally. That's a fact. And if I didn't that's say that, saying. I def, I'm definitely room for Pacquiao. <laughs> if I didn't oh, no, say no, that. We, we, no, you, you did say that because you said you're not going to bet with your heart. You're going to bet with your Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to you go with your pockets. Early. And so we already know what that means. Um, I'm gonna jump in and and shit. I don't care. I'm I'm, I'm not if one of the biggest Packers Pacquiao fans. I'm the uh, biggest Pacquiao fan along with y'all. So um, okay, and Spence fan. Yeah, man. I've been following Spence since the Olympics, and this is I I don't know. I, I'm gonna go off uh, the beaten path a little bit, and I don't know. If, uh, you know, real fight fans probably remember um, when Winky Wright fought Jermaine Taylor. I was oh, big man. fans of both of those fighters. I was sitting there like, what the hell are they fighting each other? Not because it wasn't a good fight, but because I legitimately never at any point in time ever rooted against either fighter. So I was conflicted, but then I was happy at the end when they became a draw. You know, because I was like, <laughs> I, I was happy. I, I like both of them. Yeah. And, but it was a good fight because, you know, Winky has that style where he's, you know, defensive and he's really working off time and, and Jermaine Taylor was uh, more aggressive. So they both were working in that fight. But getting back on topic, um, it's crazy because I've been rocking with Spence since the Olympics and I was rocking with Pacquiao even longer. But I have to say, man, Pacquiao's put too much work in my fandom bank oh, man. For, for, for me to actually <laughs> not root for him in this fight. And I say that because 
I look at the positions they're in at welterweight, right? Oh, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep it real. Like I think part of why some of the fights haven't been made with Errol Spence, particularly the Bud Crawford fight, is partially on Spence. I I I think if he really truly wanted mm-hmm. to fight Crawford the fight would have happened. Now, I'm not saying he was ducking from him. I'm just saying the money wasn't there. And I don't know how many times with Pacquiao that was the case. I think Pacquiao was more interested in being the best and the money would come. On the flip side of that, um, Pacquiao was a megastar. So he was always going to be the A side and that money was going to be there. So he might not have to worry about that. So I, I, I really would want to see a draw just because <laughs> just, just because I would walk away feeling like, okay, because in my opinion, Spence can't lose. For his legacy, Spence right, can't lose this him. fight. Right, right, right. Manny Pacquiao can lose this fight. It's just the way he loses this fight. More death, more death. So I'm just hoping to where, you know, ultimately, I don't really care what happens because I love both fighters. As long as Manny Pacquiao doesn't get hurt and Errol Spence doesn't lose in some, doesn't lose in some crazy way. Um, I, I would like Errol Spence's legacy to be intact. And you know what? And I should ca- uh, clarify this, if he has the talent, right? If Pacquiao comes out and exposes something, they're like, oh, wait, this is what everybody was seeing. Well, hell with it. You and know, 42. I still love Spence. Yeah. And yeah, a half. It'd be yeah, more exactly. than a half at that point. Exactly. I still love Spence, but I'm like, you know, he just wasn't what we were hoping he was and we thought he was. Now, with that being said, my prediction um, – Damn, man, I'm betting with my heart, man. I, 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 Pacquiao, listen, listen, man, I'm going to tell you right now. One thing that has always worked in Pacquiao's favor, whether it was Joshua Cloudy, Antonio Margarito, is a stationary target. I don't care what anybody says about Spence. Every fighter that watches him fight sees one thing. He's a bit stationary. No matter how cerebral he is, and see Mikey Garcia and his team kind of disrespected uh, Spence, thinking they were going to outsmart him, and mm. Spence had the perfect game plan completely neutralized Mikey Garcia, which he's going to try to do against Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah, Pacquiao's going to work those angles. And I really fear, like uh, like both of you were saying, he's going to keep that long stick out there, and then he's going to take the Mayweather approach, that jab, then that long right hand to the body down low to really keep him at bay. And I really think that's going to be effective. It's just going to be how much does Pacquiao have left in the tank to really – kind of get to him Yo, and really show him those angles and expose. That. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. Pac said, I feel I'm faster and I'm stronger, so let's mm-hmm. see. I, yeah. I, I'm, ex- I'm fa- excited. One of my favorite moments in Pacquiao fights, and this is generally my my shit-talking prediction when, I, when I'm in a room full of whoever that, you know, a lot of a lot of most of the time it's made with the fans, it's people that's, that's, that's you know, they watching and they watching pessimistically to try to, you know. And so I, one of my things is always, it made me, he, he made me look good. I remember being at the Air House, even, even in the Thurman fight. They had a lot of my partners and they, you know, every, every time they fight, they, like I said, they, they connected by the hip. Every time they fight, it's always made with a Pacquiao comparison. Right, and right. I was like, start but off with. Let me, let me say something. Even with the announcement, they were comparing okay. him to Mayweather. Mayweather, like, we're not fighting YouTubers. I'm like, dang. I mean, that's a fact. It's a, it's a that's blood a feud that's, going, that's for, it's going to be forever. But keep but, going. But, keep. But, but, but I always say, uh, Round about second round, he's like gonna he gonna feel this power when his ass probably gonna touch the canvas a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like hey. for real, like early, like early the first four rounds. And more likely, you once you feel that that power from from a short right that you didn't see or something, your ass probably gonna go down. You know, so we seen that with Shane Mosley, we seen that with Miguel Cotto, we seen that with uh Shane with Keith Thurman. To quit. He tried to quit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, thank <laughs> God for Showtime exactly. backstage after after the backstage pad. Oh my God, he tried amazing. to quit. Yeah, I can't believe. Shout, shout out to the uh, R.I.P. to the great Dazeem hey, hey, Richardson, who wouldn't, Richardson let him, man. 
And, and let me throw this out there, man. For y'all listening, man, y'all check us out on IG because literally, matter of fact, we're not even gonna say that that J Box been rocking with uh with Spence since back in the day. The new phraseology is gonna be he been rocking with Spence since the Great Polo. Sister Great Polo. That's the new phrase. Y'all go on our IG and y'all gonna see a pic. Was that 2015? It was Mayweather Pacquiao weekend. Yeah. Yeah, Mayweather Pacquiao weekend. Well, well. Before Q, before Q, before I arrived. Yeah, exactly. I came on Thursday all day all week. And it's also a testament again to somebody really grinding their way to the top because that's when he wasn't the Spence that we know him now. Here he is six years later. I don't know if we've told this story on the show before, bro. Nobody was. We, Spence, listen, man. If you would nobody knew that, man. If if you were walking and you had a camera just looking at, and and you could go back in time and look, Spence was walking by himself with a book mm-hmm. bag on, like a tourist. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought at this point he'd be fighting Pacquiao? Right, right? J- JD. Do you remember? Do you remember when me and you were there uh, for the water fight? Was uh-huh. No, no, no. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It's when all three of us were there when we we when we got the pictures when we went and saw Spence and got yeah, the, you know, at the boxing expo. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. remember we was in a casino in the MGM Grand, bro? And I was like, bro, Eric Spence just walked by. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And yeah. then then you were like, man, that was Spence. Whatever. I said, bro. I said, I said, what are we gonna do? If we see him tomorrow, yeah, and he got damn near boozy fade. He had a little fade with hell. Yeah. Spence yesterday. You know, he was solo. He was by himself right. then. But yeah. you know, like that's how Vegas be. You know, yeah, they it, a lot of times sometimes the honor rods and whatever or what you might have on, but if you just incognito, you right. know, like a little, little short t shirt, no I don't think jury or nothing, he was just sliding. It was like, yeah. whoa, coach exactly. man tell caught him like that before. It's you know they move you know like we seen Bud we got yeah we seen Bud like that yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Hey, oh, oh, let, let me go 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 ahead Q and I got one more last thing before we I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something very important to this right right, right here and I think this is uh for the belt sanctioning bodies I hear that they 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 think about re 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 in state in Pacquiao which they shouldn't have stripped this belt um, they, they and, and so this will be a unification bout so I think they should do that it and you know it don't really matter because the juggernaut's gonna meet but uh, either way. In the end of the day, you know, I think that's 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 only right because um they stripped him too early. Yeah, you know, yeah, like they, they yeah. tried to force him to they, they tried to right. force they, him they, they, Like they couldn't take COVID into account. Right, right. And, right, and right. the last thing I say, man, when we jumped on for right quick for a second with the, the Mayweather Pacquiao uh comparisons that will go on to the end of history. The one thing I will say, man, Pac cannot get KO'd. Cause I do uh, not Want to uh, hear? hear. I don't want to hear from Money May. Hey. None of them at TMT talking about. But, yeah, but see, in, look, this is my thing. Bro. There, this, this, what I will say, this is what I will say, bro. You you can't get KO if you ain't gonna get in the ring with a with a real piranha, bro. How you gonna yeah. get KO? You can't. That's true. That's like, true. Thurman undefeated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Spence undefeated. Dogs, man. These guys, man. Come on, man. Like. We would like to see how how it would have fared the other way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you won't fight him, if you you know, come on now. So that, Man, you know. Speak, speaking of belts and being reinstated, there, there's something that just I, I I'm gonna just keep it real because it probably pisses a lot of people off, um, and it's all these belts, right? So there's something that happened this weekend. It was fantastic, but it's always a bit of bit of bittersweet with boxing. So they were putting up the last I don't know since the four belt era. Uh, guys to be undisputed champion and it pisses me off right so like in football they have oh since the Super Bowl era right where teams could really decide who the best of the best were where you had 
the AFL versus the NFL. And they made the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. And that was a big thing because now all the teams could play each other. There's only a, a four-belt era because it's a, it's a damn money grab. And so the reason why I'm getting into this topic, because there's a guy, we have a new unified uh, junior welterweight champion to join the likes of um, Bernard Hopkins, Jermaine Taylor, and Terrence uh, Crawford, and Terrence and, uh, Crawford, and, Yus- and Yusick. Yusick's in there too. And, y- and Yusick, mm-hmm. right? There's a couple of guys up there who, you know, don't get me wrong. Josh Taylor's legitimately up there. But I, before we get into the Josh Taylor Ramirez fight, which was an amazing fight for boxing, they put up that graphic and it just showed me how slanted boxing was because as much as I love this fighter, Teofimo Lopez is not the unified well, uh, uh, lightweight champion. Not when you got a WBC champion out there in Devin Hayden. So now we're doing that. I don't want to get too far into it. But speaking of Josh Taylor, man, what did you guys think of Josh Taylor Ramirez and the new unified junior welterweight, undisputed unified junior lightweight champion of the world, the Scottish junior welterweight, undisputed hey. champion of the world? What did you guys think? Go ahead, J.D. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you right now, straight up as I was watching that fight, you know, I, I'm watching Josh Taylor, and the real thought that crossed my mind as I was witnessing the, the fight transpire is, Josh Taylor, that's a big boy. That's, that's a big, a big boy. A like, big like when, when I, I really mean, Junior watched, Wilson. right? And when I really watched, you know, Josh Taylor and Jose Ramirez going at it, you know, it was an excellent fight. But the the first thing I noticed as I, I put my eyes on it was that. Man, Josh Taylor is a huge junior welterweight, especially compared to Jose Ramirez, who's probably more of a true uh, junior welterweight. It was an awesome fight going back and forth. Um, I I feel like ultimately, as we saw from the scorecards being across the board, 114 to 112, those two knockdowns were absolutely huge. Now, the the, the first uh, knockdown in the sixth round, that was that was elite level boxing, straight up. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that, that pull back in that counter with was that uppercut. That was the uppercut. No, 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 no. That was, that was the, the pull counter. Oh, oh, that, oh that the pull counter. Out. Okay, okay, okay. That, that was exquisite elite boxing. Shot the money made, man. You know what I mean? That that pool was counter. that was an awesome Master knockdown. That. Now, when we get to the one in the seventh round, that's all on you, Jose. Jose, that's all on you, brother. You have got to protect yourself at all times, man. Mm-hmm. That knockdown and. When you look at the scorecards, it's interesting because that knockdown right there, the one where he got caught slipping in the seventh was probably hella crucial. Because had that one not gone down, I would have been very intrigued to see how those scorecards went. But nevertheless, you cannot take anything away from Josh Taylor. He knocked him down twice. Um, Shout out to Kenny Bayless. This is one time where Kenny Bayless was a little suspect in moments in the fight for me. But I will say in that seventh round, I did like him giving Jose Ramirez an opportunity because it was a championship fight to allow Jose Ramirez to keep going. Because after that uppercut, boy, Jose was hurt bad. And Kenny Bayless really barely by the skin of Jose's teeth let that bad boy keep going on. So I, I salute him for that. But overall, it was an awesome fight, man. Shout out to Josh Taylor. It's a great victory. I'm interested to see where he goes from here. But I'm going to toss it to UQ, but I, I think it was a hell of a fight, man. I, I really like what I saw last night. Man, I pretty much did know everything you said, man. Because these two guys, these two guys, they, they are before this fight. Ramirez's last, last six fights combined record of his foes was 158-4-3. And Taylor's last five combined record was 110-1. and one. 
And I know the 110 and one, I think it was a pistol. Post pistol, uh, post yeah, or whatever. Victor you know Post. That only, yeah, I only had one loss, which was a Bud Crawford, I think. Um, if I ain't mistaken. He yeah, that's one. true. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Either yeah. way I go, uh the the guys, you know, this was an, an amazing event. Um, like I said, I was late to the party with the with with with, with these two. And um it it was a it was a good fight. And, and those two, those two moments you said, the, I mean, you know, it, was probably the deal breaker. That was the deal breaker of the fight, whatever. You know, I felt like I wasn't mad at, at the officiating or anything. It's just uh, Josh Taylor, man. He's an elite athlete. To be, you know, big and tall as he is, like yeah, yeah, yeah. his head movement, like his, like the different punches. He like, he, like I say, he dropped him with two different punches, and just the placement of him, and like he, he, he. I mean, I already knew he was a a, a big athlete. You know, and Ramirez. As in his skill is Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor is right. the, the more skilled. Right. I mean, he's like the dominant athlete. And you say he's like say he's bigger. So my thoughts is like, bro, I, I think about Tank Davis. You know what I'm saying? What well, we'll talk about that later. But either way it goes, great fight. Great fight. And um, you know, salute to both of those guys. No losing. It's fight. gonna be some sharks out there for him at one point. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, and we'll get into that um in a little bit about um what is he even doing at 140? But um, yeah. it was a, it was a, it was a it was a great fight um, in a competitive nature where you saw really two guys who didn't want to lose, two undefeated guys, two champions who really yeah, fought know. who really fought like it. Um, like you said, JD, I thought Ramirez was done after that knockdown in the mm-hmm. seventh. I mean, t- he, he, Kenny Bayless really gave him some leeway because he was unsteady. And if it wasn't the end of that round, he wouldn't have made it out. I'm right. just going to be mm-hmm. that, that, you know, he got saved by the bell in that one, which, you know, that, that's how it goes. It was Josh Taylor's job to finish him off. He was compromised. He couldn't. Ramirez survived like a champion uh, uh, should. And uh, they went on and, and, and Josh Taylor got the unanimous decision. So my reaction to the fight is a, a, a little bit different than everybody else's, right? Because I'm going to get into the little, the, the, the behind the scenes of boxing. Yeah, I hate this. I hate the fact that we had a magical night in boxing and they're already trying to set up, in my opinion, <laughs> um, a guy to be built up to be knocked down. I, I wish they could do a where are they now on Bud Crawford's opponents, like Victor Pasta, like Jeff Horn, like uh, uh, Ndongo, Caviascus. Uh, uh, because what I see from Tom Parake is building up these guys who are good fighters, but not elite fighters, to build up to be these boogeymen. Amir Khan. Yeah, Amir Khan. Amir up- Khan is a sentence, subject yeah. and a predicate, <laughs> as well as a name. Yeah, and they build up these guys to really feed the Terrence Crawford to really, and it's it's great marketing, but I don't see them marketing Terrence Crawford that well. You get what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. And so they they build these guys up, and it looks like Bob Aaron, you know, trying to get his last, you know, hurrah off the of Crawford by mm-hmm. by really marring, not, 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 I don't want to say marring, but kind of glossing over this victory to serve him up to Terrence Crawford because as soon as he won they were like oh you know everybody was like oh he's on my pound for pound list and da 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 and this and that and I'm like okay Ramirez is a really good junior welterweight but if he wasn't a top pound for pound guy and the fight was close I mean he just didn't beat a top pound for pound guy so what why would he be catapulted into that Mm-hmm. You know, stratosphere, and I just keep thinking, I'm like, this is great marketing to feed him the bud. And I really don't, I saw some things, especially in the late, about it. Yeah, yeah. especially in the late rounds. Late I saw round. some things that, if, if, all respect, I, Josh Taylor's a great boxer, but if he does those things against Bud Crawford, 
he's going to get his ass knocked out, especially on the inside. Um, what would that prove him? Bob Aaron, man. But, but, but see, and that's the thing that it gets into a bigger topic about not wanting to do business necessarily with PBC or not being mm-hmm. able to do business with PBC. And you're just making your, because I, I, I didn't understand the concept of who wins a title, becomes a unified champion. And then, and then give it up. And then, yeah. And then jumps to the, uh, jumps to another weight class to fight. The oh, oh he, would move up, he would, he would be moving up. Yeah. Oh, he's going up to, uh, oh, oh, yeah, he, he, yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's, yeah, yeah. He's going. And, and, and so for me, I, I love it. I love that fight that just happened between two undefeated champions, but then I already see the winds blowing to kind of feed him to Crawford when I want to see him be a great junior lightweight. I yeah. mean, we got Tank well, Davis coming up. In that case, in that case, if he was doing it, I don't mind Bud biting his head off just to stay busy and get a bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get that, get that bag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I buy some, yeah. I buy some scotch on the rocks for Scott. Well, well, I'll, I'll you know say it. I'll say it early while they were hyping up on ESPN. Terrence Bud Crawford by late knockout round. First knockdown comes around the tenth round. He gets finished off in the eleventh. So I'm gonna just go ahead and say that. And speaking of finishing off, man, we're gonna finish off this segment and jump into connect or with. All right. So the first one's a little bit different man there's been some back and forth and these two individuals don't like each other and this is kind of a cross sports uh reference but it's both saying in combat sports connect a whiff you're interested in seeing another ufc versus boxing matchup and the likes of oscar de la hoya versus george st pierre q i already hear your reaction go ahead and take it I, I, I could care less about it. Um, <laughs> I could care less about it, man. I'm more excited. I, I'm more interested in watching um, Oscar De La Hoya get drunk or whatever, you, whatever, you <laughs> and, and announce a triller, triller card, man. You know, I am yeah, I don't really got much for that. Sounds like a sounds like a. Hey, hey, man. Hey, 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 ditto everything you just said, Q. We, we agree on this one, man. Whiff, man. I don't want to see Oscar nowhere, man. I, I like to see Oscar promoting. Like you said, man, I want to see him drunk off that henny, talking, talking that, talking I that. Love, hey, rumble, bumble that. How about talking. this, bro? How, picture catch, we catch Oscar at the bar, and we just, we, we, we just right. catch him somewhere, and we have a drink. And I, 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 I dig that. Right. But, you know, I'm yeah, I, I don't really care to see him back in the ring, man. Okay, all right, so we got two whips, so we're gonna move on to the next one. We were kind of alluding to this topic a little earlier. We, you know, Q was a little premature, a little excited about this. Javante Davis is staying at 140 pounds is best. Connect the whip, that's the best move for Javante Davis. Q, go that's, ahead. That's a hell of a whiff, man. It's not, it's not. He's five foot nothing. He don't need, he, he's he neutralizing all of his strong points. You know what I'm saying? Your, your, your power, I mean, your power, your reach, you don't got a lot of reach, but your power and everything, you, you're going to be giving that up and going up into a, a larger pool full of sharks, man, that it, 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 it just neutralizes a lot of your strengths, you know, and I, I don't see why. And, and, and to me, the best fights are at 135 for him. You know what right, I'm saying? The, right. the, the best fights are at 135, so I mean, I don't, I don't understand that move, you know. I don't really understand that. What you got on it, JD? Now I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's a whiff as well, man. I think absolutely at the end of the day, right now he needs to stay at 135. There's no reason right now for you to start introducing yourself to wars with people at 140 because you know he's not the slickest boxer. So you know at 140, oh he gonna be in some wars with some big boys trying to get on the inside. Mm-hmm. So you know we'll see that with Barrios and uh, and ATL. That's what they're already talking about how huge he is and how it probably will be a war. And we'll see if Tank can get him out of there. But that, that's a whiff for me. 
all right so and and, and uh, i'm not gonna get too far into it but yeah i'm, I'm a little baffled as how he just jumped from 130 to 140 without competing at 135 in the with, with the best so i mean but that's how it goes but we're gonna move on to the next one and this is one i'm gonna jump in on because i, I personally uh put this up there because i feel some type of way about this um connect with boxing needs hbo back go ahead jd i'm gonna say that's a that, that's a connect man that, that that's a connect and I'm gonna tell you the primary reason why I really, really, really want uh, HBO back is because from a nostalgic feel, I feel like their commentating was great. I feel like their 24 seven series was great. I feel like their overall production was great. And, and forget about that, HBO is the GOAT when it comes to home entertainment. Exactly. Straight up, it, it's the GOAT, man. I got HBO Max right now. <laughs> so, so ultimately, at the end of the day, man, it's sad that they lost their boxing budget. But I, yeah, that, that's a connect for me, man. Like for all that I just previously stated, I, I would love to see HBO step back in the game. Y'all open up that budget, man. Y'all got all this, this, this movie money, man. Y'all bring boxing back, back to HBO. Please go ahead, Q. Hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I, I was very interested to see the reasons, you know. Um, forty, but nostalgia will be mine, you know. Just like I said, it don't feel it's, it's weird. It's weird, right, man. Right, right. Grew up watching HBO boxing. You know what I'm saying? I remember watching Larry Merchant get cussed out by, <laughs> by everybody and disrespecting yeah. a lot of. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, I miss it. I mean, like I said, the 24/7. Um, you know, and just, I mean, Roy Jones. You know, I love, I love yeah. seeing Roy. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. in his. A lot, of, a lot of great fighters. You see them get their roses, man. Early, cause I like, I like to see it translate over and them getting good, good, uh, you know, jobs doing stuff like that. I hate it for for Roy wants to happen because I really like listening. You know, one of my favorites of all time, Roy Jones. Um, get that bag to sit back and do what he loves. Like we sitting here talking about boxing, you get paid to sit back and talk about boxing, um, you know, and all of that. So I would, I would definitely like to see it. And you know, Showtime been around. You know, Showtime, Showtime ain't doing bad, but man, I miss HBO. I miss HBO boxing. Yeah, yeah. Show, show, boxing Showtime's always been the little brother when HBO. Right, 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 right. You know, um, even when it comes to press, like we we frequent Vegas and we know kind of what media days um, were reserved and how different um, people operated on weeks. There was an HBO fight and a Showtime fight. B side, Showtime. Yeah, Showtime's been the B side. Like, I, I, I will say this. JD said this. Nobody matches HBO's production when they do a documentary. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, the 24/7, the Face Off, um, HBO oh, boxing, man. HBO after dark, uh, boxing after dark. It, it has given us some of the most legendary moments. You literally can't tell the story of boxing. I mean, we just had Riddick uh, Bow in the studio and about and interviewing about the Andrew Gulotta fight, which was on HBO. You know, and the commentary that goes with some of the biggest moments that happen in boxing. When you have a Jim Lampley, really, who's probably one of the yeah. the, the the best boxing announcer I've ever heard in my lifetime. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Mix, love Max Kellerman. And, and matter of fact, I love he, the, he yeah, he had a show too right before they, they cut it, man. That, you exactly. Know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I'm a big fan of Max Kellerman. Uh, rest of, uh, uh, peace to to Emmanuel Stewart. He was fantastic. Right. Um. Uh, you know, I, I love uh, uh, Harold Letterman. You know, just coming through. Rest of rest of peace, Harold. Um, HBO for me, it seemed like once HBO backed away, they saw what was coming and how PBC was putting different things on different networks, and basically said, "We don't need HBO if you guys are gonna act like that." And HBO was like, "We're HBO. We don't need you." Um, 
boxing is seen to be just a little bit of a disarray as far as how, how frequently you get fights and deals being made. Because don't get it twisted. Um, these networks are involved when fights get made. They push narratives, right? They do, they do the marketing, they do the production, and to sit back and see what's actually going on. And I know we, some of it is due to COVID, but to just look at some of the negotiations that are going on and some of the fights aren't getting made, I can't help but to think if HBO was involved, we might not even be worried about a trailer, which I'm not mad at truly because I do like the format and the production, but imagine HBO up in their production right. and try and, and staying competitive. Like there's really be no comparison. And I think HBO being out of the boxing game has hurt boxing. Um, it, it was a silent hero that people didn't realize. People didn't realize that what they had to lose gone, man. So I ain't seen it with like, bro. I, I think we all the time was debating who was gonna keep HBO or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got rid of HBO. Yeah, yeah man. And at the end of the day, man, HBO need to realize, man. Listen, the Mayweather debacle is over. It's over, it's man. Y'all move over. past that because once right. the Mayweather, like you said, Jay, like, once they lost Mike Tyson back in the day, you know, yeah. Once that Mayweather Tyson. debacle happened, where Showtime gave him that stupid bag. And yeah. Allen then went over to Showtime. They pretty much said the hell with boxing, but man, that's over with. Hopefully, they got they got the bank, man. Hopefully, somebody can come in because, like you said, man, when it comes to twenty four seven, when it comes to all their production and fact, even the build up, ESPN doesn't do anything good. Yeah, then, yeah. yeah no, nobody does on HBO. Yeah. Did, but then, then Pacquiao even go to Showtime for a fight. Was, well, did he? Yeah, matter of fact. Yeah, I think I think it, I think it was the most. Shane yeah. Mosley fight. Yeah, it was the most fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. like HBO. Uh, they, you know, they probably got a little cocky as far as uh, feeling like, you know, that's what, you know, just like I said, we don't need you. Right. You don't need us. Yeah. So I think that's part of the, part of, you know. Yeah, they need to move why. past that, man. Yeah, because uh, the, the, HBO not. Hurting the fans. Lost. Exactly. And a lot of fans are probably realizing how instrumental uh, HBO was into the feel of boxing, the excitement that's generated about boxing. And now everybody's missing it. And people might have not known what they had till it's gone, but it's gone now. And I think the the real hardcore fans, even to the casual fans, um, are are missing it because I think that, the lack of excitement from uh, for boxing is partly due to HBO's being out of it and not really marketing. You know what I'm saying? So we miss y'all. We love y'all. And, and ho uh, come back, HBO. Come home. You know what I'm saying? So come home. Come home, baby. Come home, man. Come <laughs> home, home, Lucia. So uh, ho hopefully, y'all miss us when we go on because this is our time, man. This yeah. is Boxing Vibes TV. Boxing Vibes TV, baby. Hey. All right, man. Hey, so also, before we get out, man, I'm going to tell you something, man. We love doing this, and hopefully y'all love listening to us. Y'all check us out. We got a Mike Tyson autographed glove you guys can win with a bunch of cool merchandise uh, for the runners-up. All you got to do is email us your YouTube handle or your um, IG at bvtvmediagroup.com. We ain't asking for your first born. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We don't need no hey. Get in there, man. Get in there and get, get this merch, man. Get this love we giving out, man, you know? Yep. Straight up. All right, we out. All right.